Hey everybody, welcome back to the Win in Marketing Podcast. I hope you had a happy holidays and a happy new year. Uh, I'm really looking forward to 2024 and making this more of a consistent podcast as well as uh, just a little bit more inflow from the YouTube channel I think is going to be pretty good for me and my brand. Um, but I'm really looking forward to creating a bunch more podcasts. I've got some guests lined up as well as some awesome YouTube video ideas that I wanted to make. But uh, today I wanted to talk about seven proven email marketing strategies that will skyrocket your sales in 2024. With email marketing in general, there's a lot of misunderstanding as far as content and how to actually optimize your email campaigns for optimizing open rates or click-through rates or, you know, a lot of people just get lost in those metrics. Um, and that's not necessarily the most important metric. Obviously depends on the business, what you're selling, why you're selling it. Um, but I wanted to go through today seven different ways that, you know, I guess different boxes that you can check whenever you go through your email marketing campaign, your next email marketing campaign, and kind of see, I guess, whether or not it performs better than what you're already doing. Um, and in my experience and in my, you know, what, what I've done so far for my clients and for my businesses, these seven boxes that I tend to check do pretty well for um, some of my businesses across the board. But I didn't want to waste any more of your time. Um, before I get into it, though, please leave a review and a follow if you haven't already. Like I said, this is going to be a big thing, big point of emphasis for me in 2024. So much looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, but the first one I wanted to talk about today is segmenting by location and interest. So this was something I had to learn the hard way when I started email marketing. Um, I really didn't segment at all, let alone by location and interest. So when your business is, I guess, implementing email marketing from the get-go, you want to segment by location. Um, location being the more important thing here than interest, but I'll get into interest here in just a second. But if you're a, like for example, one of my um, clients that I work for has, uh, their, their headquarters is based in Houston, Texas, but they also have locations in Tulsa, Denver, um, and I think they're working on another one in Kansas City. But a big thing for them is obviously segmenting by location. This allows um, the business to target deals for those locations. So like they're in the uh, travel business, obviously the travel industry for Denver is going to look a lot you know, different than Houston or Tulsa. Um, and so segmenting by location gives you more variability. And if you want to run a deal at a certain location that is not necessarily applicable to a, another location, you can, you know, segment by, let's say it's Houston. Let's say, you know, for Houston, the, the weather gets pretty hot in Texas. So for this month, we're going to be running X kind of deal in the summer, and you might run something different in the winter for Denver and so on and so forth. So you can kind of see, uh, where that is, um, you know, valuable for your business and, and where you can kind of check that box as far as making sure that you're targeting for the right location, but also centering your deals around seasonal events or just the seasons in general. And then the second one here, I got interest. Uh, this is still for bullet point number one, but interest can be anything as far as you know, if you're a, a massive brand like Nike and you have multiple different product lines, like for example, Nike obviously makes clothing, but they also make a gear for basketball, football, uh, soccer, all the sports you can possibly think of. If you show interest within basketball, let's say, uh, you can segment that. And obviously Nike is an extreme example here, but if you're like, you know, a business that sells solutions for Shopify stores, and you see that people are more interested in the subscription um, solution 
then the membership solution that you sell, you can tailor your emails for subscription-based interested people, and you can make those email strategies specifically towards those people that would obviously increase open rates and click-through rates as if you were to just, you know, send that email towards the whole list. If, you know, they're not necessarily um, interested in subscriptions, you can only target those people that are interested in that subscriptions, if that makes sense. Bullet point number two here, Use only one emoji in your subject line. I'm gonna keep this one short. Like people love, 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 love to put, you know, five emojis. That's a little extreme. Two or three emojis in their subject lines. And I think it's just too much. Um, I don't think it's too much. I know it's too much because it's proven for me that whenever I use one emoji, it actually works the best. If I use no emojis, the open rates go down for whatever reason. People like to see that little tick. But if you do an emoji before and after the subject line and you've got a lot going on there, it kind of looks like you're spammy. And so I would just stick away, uh, stay away from using multiple emojis if you can. Bullet point number three here is do not use a background color. Uh, this can minimize load time. So obviously, you know, people are impatient and, and the, the culture that we live in where it's just such short form entertainment. Uh, people want to move on, and if your email isn't loading immediately, then they're not going to waste their time waiting for this email that they didn't necessarily want to click on in the first place. They're not going to wait on this to load. Um, so don't don't put a background color or background design. You know, obviously, if you're running promotional campaigns or if you have an email list that's you know very tailored to your to your service or your business, and and they want to see these emails, maybe you can kind of take that risk. Um, but if you can, I would avoid using the whole background color feature in general. And if you design emails and you're familiar with email marketing, you know what I talk about here because MailChimp, Kajabi, Klaviyo, um, um, Unlayer, they all use these different features where you can add a massive background color, but this ultimately just minimizes load time. And I had a disaster with a, a client not too long ago with this kind of thing. So, uh, learning the hard way, but you know, try to take out that background color. If you can keep everything within the actual email structure itself, if you're going to add a background at all. Number four here, I've got a CTA needs to be in the front and in the back of the email, or, or in other words, the start and the beginning. Um, so when people open the email and they say, uh, they see, okay, awesome, uh, Black Friday deal, 10% off, there needs to be obviously a call to action in the beginning. But what a lot of people don't remember is that they need to put one at the end as well. Now, you don't need to go spammy here. You don't need to add 10 different CTAs. If somebody opens the email and they see it right away, nine times out of 10, they're going to click the one at the front. But if you have more content, and maybe you don't, and if you don't, that's okay, you can only use one CTA. But if you have a lot of content, or maybe you're using this email to update people about your company, uh, or some different, you know, deal steals that you've got going on, and it's a longer email, make sure to put that call to action button at the end as well. Because if they're reading this thing, and they see the CTA at the top, and then they end up reading, they forget about it. By the time the, the emails end at the bottom, they forget about the deal at the top, and they just click out of it instead of scrolling back to the top and clicking that button that's originally at the start, if that makes sense. So make sure that you're strategically placing the CTA to where customers can easily uh, click that button, go to your website and order um, whatever you have to sell um, as quickly and as efficiently and easily, easily as possible. That's, that's very, very important and a lot of people lose out on that. Number five here is personalization. This kind of touches on the original point that I had about location and interest, um, but personalization for this you know, I guess strategy that I'm talking about is more so in the name. Um, it could definitely be personalization as far as location, like we already talked about, but the name is very important. If somebody says, Hey, Will, check out some deals uh, that I got going on this Black Friday that are tailored to you. 
I would much rather click on something like that than, hey, check out our deals that we've got for you for Black Friday. Um, I like the personalization. This is not meant for everybody, but I do find that when subject lines or maybe first line in the actual emails are personalized to a first name or a location or an interest, then that gets a higher open rate. That gets a better result in general than something that's targeted a little more broadly. Um, that's not to say that you can't have success with something that's more broad, but if you can, I would absolutely advise you to try and personalize that subject line or first line in the actual email. Strategy number six here I've got is just automation. Um, you would be surprised with the amount of people that manually send out emails to their to their email list, um, and not only sending but but attaining emails. Um, for whatever reason, people love, not necessarily love, but they don't understand, I guess, for lack of a better term, how to obtain emails automatically. Uh, and I think that's something that needs to be you know, emphasized in 2024. If you don't have a pop-up on your website enticing people to sign up for your newsletter, or you don't have a separate landing page that attains these emails and adds it to your list um, directly, then I would absolutely advise you to do that. Or if you have a, uh, a post purchase, a post interaction email or text that you send out, um, text message in this point would be the more applicable since they're not on your email, then advise them to sign up to your email to stay up, up, up to date with your company, business deals, whatever you have, you know, entice them to sign up to the email list automatically, offer them a deal um, that ultimately gets them in. But at the bottom line, automate it. Um, this can go for, you know, what I see this more for is like the tradesman companies, um, or lawn care companies that take a customer's email and manually put it into their database. Just create a landing page on your website and advise your clients to go there, sign up for it. It's just so much more work that you don't need to go through, um, if you automate as much as possible. And again, I'm talking more so about obtaining the actual emails, but obviously this goes along with automating the emails that you're sending out. You definitely don't wanna be sending out emails one by one. If you are, like switch immediately. We're in such a time where technology is so advanced, you can automate everything. So make sure that's a point of emphasis for 2024. And this you know, point might have been unapplicable, but I wanted to throw that out there nonetheless. Number seven is mobile optimization. When you think of emails, I think a lot of people think of just computers and laptops and so on and so forth. Um, I would, go as far to say, at least for me, 85 to 90% of the time I'm checking emails on my phone and anything that's not optimized for mobile, I can immediately tell and it makes me click off that much longer. This is not a, a, a in-depth bullet point, but I just wanted to throw it out there because it's, it's something that not a lot of people focus on. I guess a lot of people focus on it, but not enough people focus on it. So if you're not focusing on optimizing your emails for mobile, make sure that is a point of emphasis for 2024. Guys, that wraps up the seven proven email marketing strategies that I have for you guys to skyrocket your sales this year. Um, again, I really appreciate your time. I know this was a bit of a short one. I've got some awesome things in the works. So be sure to leave a review and a follow, and I will see you guys in the next one. Thank you.